you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Michael Robinson saying, I can't wait to see the quarterbacks. A former quarterback, a Super Bowl champion, joining us at the breakfast table for one final day this week. He'll be on Good Morning Football Weekend. Check him out tomorrow morning. And welcome to Good Morning Football. I'm Kay Adams. Kyle Brandt is here, and so is Peter Schrager. We have so much to get to, so we're just going to kick it off right away with the lead block. The lead block! Yes, Uh divisional round, one sleep away. It starts, oh my gosh, tomorrow. In Nashville, Joe Burrow, the four-seed Bengals, taking on Ryan Tannehill and the one-seed Titans in the nightcap. Jimmy G and the Niners head to Lambeau to score off against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers Sunday. Stafford and the Rams take on Tom Brady and the defending champion Buccaneers in Tampa, where I will be. And to wrap it up in the weekend, it is Allen Mahomes. The Bills have to go into Kansas City to take on those Chiefs that think the Super Bowl is like a piece of chocolate cake. (laughs) We're in for a phenomenal weekend of football. We cannot wait. Will the four of us be making picks on the program? I believe it. Yeah. I believe are, it. Do have, my hand. are there motivational speeches, <laughs> hype speeches potentially for these fan bases? We've got a couple speeches, yeah. We got like one ready it. to roll. This is the best weekend of football of the year, in my opinion. Divisional round. Wild card's got a little dead wood in it. Title game usually a blowout. Divisional round is the best weekend of the year, my, my opinion. Hardest pick for you to make yesterday when you, they hit us up with that dreaded email. Chiefs Bills. And I will do anything for love. But to pick that game, I won't oh. do that. Peter. All right, Peter, Meatloaf. <laughs> loaf, we love you. Meatloaf's and been a big part of our show. Well, we've been mentioning Meatloaf for yes. five years, and oh. Meatloaf passed away over the, the night for just waking up. So yeah. this one, we're dedicating to Meatloaf, and I cannot make a pick between these two teams, so i got to figure it out. I can't pick between the Rams and the Buccaneers. I'll That's be in Tampa. I switched it as soon as five minutes ago. 
Uh, so I'm still switching it. If you want to convince me why I should go with the Rams or the Buccaneers, I can be swayed. So let's do it. You guys can send us uh, anything you want at GMFB. Oh, yeah, or hashtag GMFB. And as we look at this slate of games, Michael Robinson wants the top quarterback, so let's do it. There's eight of them, huh? eight left. Who has the most at stake? When I think at stake, Emrah, uh. I think who has the most to gain and the most to lose? Oh, that's a tough question. I mean, all, all of these quarterbacks, to me, have a lot at stake, right? But I'm going to have to say Matthew Stafford. I mean, he's he's one of these quarterbacks who he doesn't have a championship. He's one of the quarterbacks that we've regarded as one of the best arm talents in the league. And then I just look at what the team gave up and what the team did to go all in mm-hmm. for this singular season. You trade Jared Goff, a former number one overall pick. He got to the Super Bowl. Apparently, he wasn't enough. You get Von Miller, you get Odell Beckham. To me, getting those two players added even more pressure to Matthew Stafford and Sean McVay, for that matter, to get the job done this year. I think it would be a shame. Mm. It would be a uh, just a shame if Matthew Stafford ends his career with only one playoff win. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy almost has 60,000 passing yards, over 300 passing touchdowns, arm talent crazy. When he was in Detroit and the losing was happening, we blamed it on everybody else. Mm-hmm. Now he has the team around him. To me, just for this singular season, it has to be Matthew Stafford. It's a great call. And, and yet, like, I can't physically tear my eyes away from Chiefs Bills. Every <laughs> yeah. question, my eyes keep going to them. And I answer this question with Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen's got to have this one. I really do. It just, there's some intangible to it. This like, now's the time. Now. You are never going to be playing better as a team. I think this is the best Bills team we've seen. I don't think it's the best Chiefs team we've seen. There's this question of if you don't do it now, when are you going to do it? As well as the quarterback is playing, as confident as the team is, you could have a better setup, I guess. It could be in Buffalo, or it could not be. And what I hate right now is this false sense of security, this Monday take of, well, if they don't get it done this year, you know, they got a great young quarterback, they got a great coach, they'll get back. No, they won't. That's nonsense. Tell that to Aaron Rodgers. How many Super Bowls has he been back to? How many years did Ben Roethlisberger go not getting back to the Super Bowl? Having this idea that you're going to continually show up and grow and escalate is folly. I know that Mahomes is Mahomes, but Josh Allen wins this thing. He suddenly becomes the prince of the AFC. Mm -hmm. He sits on the throne. He goes to the title game. He sends the Chiefs at home. Chiefs win this one. It's back to the shallow in Western New York. This is still our conference. I think it's huge stakes, and I think... Now is the time for the Bills. I think you guys both had great responses, and they're both accurate, and it's all about legacy and whether these guys can finally get in that conversation. And yet I look at a guy who has nothing to prove to any of us, and yet Tom Brady is in a very precarious situation right now because what are we doing at age 44 if we're not winning Super Bowls? And I start wondering, what are we doing next year? Next year, the Bucs, starting right after the season, Godwin's a free agent. JPP's a free agent. Jensen, his best friend on that offensive line, is a free agent. Mm-hmm. Sue's a free agent. Gronk's a free agent. Fournette's okay. a free agent. OJ Howard's a free agent. What are we doing? Yeah. If you're Brady and you lose this game, am I really coming back? I know he says he wants to play to 45, but like after the Antonio Brown mess this season and being called out public, like, I know we as a media are like, yeah, I mean, Brady, he's not going anywhere. I mean, he, we certainly would know if he was pulling a Ben Roethlisberger and saying, I'm done. I don't know that. Mm-hmm. Brady's got a clothing line. Brady's got a crypto company. Brady's got a, a very successful TV series on right now. 
Brady's got a kid who's gonna be in high school next year, 44 years old. If they lose to the Rams, mm -hmm. is it really like, let's get, I thought last offseason was, let's get the band back together for one this more This was run. the honeymoon season. This was it. Yeah. Like, hey, everyone, take mo less money. No yeah. way Godwin. he retires, man. He led the league in touchdown He's great. passes. He's great. He's great. What else is there yards. for him to do? Do you think he wants to go back next year and say, let's build it again without all those guys? Uh, can he go I somewhere think, else? I think he, I, I think he would stay. I think he would try to get guys to come back. I think he would try to go win another Super Bowl. To mm. me, nothing about his game says that he should give it up. We, sure. The comparison to mm -hmm. Ben Roethlisberger now, and Ben Roethlisberger, anybody could look at him and say, yeah, this he is probably He doesn't have it. to leave, Michael. It's Does he want to come back? That is an all-commit... If you lose in the divisional round, you're looking at this Tampa roster, it's not what you entered, and then suddenly it's like, all right, 365 days with the armbands and the, <laughs> and the workout and the TB12... I'm just saying, no one in the media is talking about mm -hmm. this. They have to win this week. And mm -hmm. then otherwise, those mm -hmm. questions do start lurking. Mm -hmm. The way that he's talking doesn't give me any indication he would be, is it, you know, his gameplay, I don't know if he'll even leave it up to that. He might just say, I'm done when I'm done. I just don't get that feeling that he would walk away, but I wonder if he'll have a decision to make, right? What's his contract deal? He's got there? one more year. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he's going to be 45 in August. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think he'll go where he can, you know, like be where he can win a Super Bowl, which it hopefully is Tampa, but those free agents, I don't know, that's really interesting. That's a compelling list. Uh, yeah, it's, it's good very, ooh, a, lot. a lot. Godwin, very interesting wow. on that list. Okay, I'm going to look at the that game that's going on in Lambeau. Both sides are super interesting, so much at stake. Aaron Rodgers has everything to lose. Jimmy Garoppolo has everything to gain. This is the best squad Rodgers has had around him since that 15-1 season way back when in 2011. There are no excuses if this doesn't go well. This is obviously the most obvious choice here, but we have to bring it up. After talking to him this past week and listening like we all do to every word he says, I'm pretty convinced that the way things go here are going to influence what he does. I don't know that his mind is made up, so I think these things all matter. Uh, and so that's really important. And we'll see. I mean, if they get knocked out, this is an all-time devastating worst loss scenario. And then Jimmy on the other side, if he goes in well and <laughs> leads the Niners to a win with all of their injuries and, you know, the way people criticize his play, can you ditch him for Trey Lance next year? If he beat, like, do we, are we talking about Jimmy Garoppolo, Kyle, next year if he go, does well and has a postseason run? Yeah, I think it depends how he plays. I, I think it's all in front of him. If he throws two picks and they lose, but if he wins and he wins in Lambeau, like, then you're in the conversation. It swings his future in the Bay either way. Yeah, and remember Alex Smith took him to the NFC Championship game with the, against the Giants. They lost. They're like, we're not getting over the hump That's with it. Alex. We need yeah. to go to Kaepernick. Like, yeah. it's one of those deals. But, gosh, if Jimmy can beat Rodgers in Lambeau, at GMFB, Ian Rappaport joining us right now. We'll keep talking about these quarterbacks, these matchups, Titans. I promise we will get to you. We'll get to the Bengals as well. Uh, Ian, head coaching searches underway all across the league. While we're excited for the divisional round, and the Texans interviewed Josh McCown yesterday, a name thrown around this very breakfast table for the past couple of weeks. Is he a name to watch in Houston? And what else is on tap? He is a name to watch in Houston, and we know that because they interviewed him for their vacant head coaching job for the second time last year. A little bit of a curiosity. Everybody killed the Texans when they did it, but they didn't end up hiring, hiring David Culley instead. And now Josh McCown is back, and certainly as the Houston Texans go through their relatively under-the-radar head coaching search, this is a name to watch. And not only is he someone who I think anyone who has encountered him probably knew he was going to be a head coach in the NFL at some point, doesn't have any experience coaching, but has plenty of experience in the quarterback room helping young quarterbacks. He is also close with Jack Easterby. They may go in a little bit of a different direction here when it comes to their coaching search, so I would at least keep an eye on Josh McCown. Meanwhile, some key interviews today as teams kind of start the process of wrapping up their search 
Raheem Morris, the uh, respected defensive coordinator for the Los Angeles Rams, a favorite of our own Peter Schrager, who's been campaigning for him to get a head coach interview. He has one today. He is going to speak with the Minnesota Vikings, who also seem to be wrapping up the GM side of their searches. Meanwhile, speaking of offensive coordinator on the other side of the ball, Kevin O'Connell is expected to speak with the Minnesota Vikings. That is going to happen today. Spoke with the Broncos recently, then has the Texans on tap over the weekend. And finally, as the Denver Broncos round up their first round of search, Eric Bieniemy, the uh, off-candidate and offensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, he is expected interview with the Denver Broncos. This is another one to watch. He is locally from University of Colorado, a Buffalo, and he is going to interview with his hometown team. Time to talk brightest stars presented by Oakley. We're approaching another huge weekend in football. It's really time for players to step up and get their teams a win. So who will shine brightest in the throwdown round? Mike Rob, what do you um, think? I'm going to go with uh, Rams' new addition, Von Miller. Okay. I mean, this dude is a playmaker. I'm starting to see him seem like he's getting his legs back, right? He's, he's that, that first step has come back. And again, he's starting to dance. He's starting to celebrate. You can see that he's starting to get acclimated with the Los Angeles Rams. Nine and a half sacks this season, seven and a half sacks versus Tom Brady. He understands how to get to Tom Brady in a quick fashion. I, I, he's going to be singled up. He has Aaron Donald inside. I think he's going to shine bright. Come Sunday, Von Miller, it's time to show up. He's scary, man. Yes, Who? he is. Oh, that's a good reason to pick the Rams to beat the Bucs. i got to text <laughs> our producers. Uh, last Packers playoff run, if you can just take and think back to it, it boiled down to Green Bay needing someone other than Devontae Adams to step up and make a critical play down the stretch. Well, this offseason, as one of Aaron's requests, as he uh, got back into the building and was reconciling with Packers management, he demanded something that a lot of people scoffed at, a trade to bring Randall Cobb back to Green Bay. Randall spoke about the trade yesterday. Here's what he said, quote, It gives you all the confidence in the world. One of the best players in the history of the world is asking for you says he needs you i just try to prove him right so my brightest star is randall cobb uh he's proven to be the right move in some moments scoring five touchdowns in just 12 games that's really impressive including a proved to be the game winner to knock off the undefeated cardinals on that thursday night football game before landing an ir with a core muscle injury in november he was activated yesterday he will play for the first time in almost two months and let's be honest this might not be it couldn't be at a better time marquez valdez scantling friend of the show is likely to miss saturday's game keep your eyes on ian rapaport for all of that but is this not why cobb was brought in to the building to show you know show that he can step up uh, on this playoff run so it doesn't end the way he did and just like this one you're looking at this was back what was when is this shake 2016 yeah 2016 three touchdowns in that win over the giants he's got the experience He's got the connection with his quarterback, and he's going to be out there, and they're down a wide receiver. It looks like it could work. That was the Hail Mary pass that he had against him before halftime. Um, this is why you bring him in, right? Playoff experience? Mm -hmm. And if Valdez Scantling can't go? It. All right, so there are four quarterbacks in the AFC playoffs this weekend. I know we have spent 99% uh, of our show talking about Burrow and Allen and Mahomes this week, but I do think Ryan Tannehill plays a role. He is, after all, the quarterback of the number one seed. I will put the sunglasses on, and I'm going to go back in time a little bit. Ryan Tannehill played at Texas A&M. Um, out of college. He was a wide receiver. He then changed positions to quarterback. The GA at Texas A&M for the four years and then the tight ends coach was a guy named Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor's father-in-law is Mike Sherman, who was the head coach of Texas A&M. 
Zach Taylor was a young assistant, a baby, right out of college, and was coaching Ryan Tannehill. Then Ryan Tannehill gets drafted by the Miami Dolphins, and for four years, one of the assistant coaches on that staff was some young kid named Zach Taylor. Eight years Zach Taylor coached Ryan Tannehill. Eight years! That is a really lifetime. Cool. That is a football lifetime. That is an NFL lifetime. And now they are squaring off against each other. Tannehill, 14 interceptions, did not light up the stat sheet, doesn't maybe deserve to be in the conversation with Burrow and with Mahomes and with Allen. But I think on Saturday, whole nation watching, Tannehill not only trying to make a statement to the rest of the country, but also to his former coach. Eight years he was learning and listening to Zach Taylor. Now he's going to have to go and knock him out of the playoffs. Ryan Tannehill, go have a day. Make us talk about you on Monday as well. The Green Bay Packers had three first-team All-Pros, and Matt LaFleur came out to practice and announced them to the team before they knew. And it went like this. Aaron Rodgers, eh, uh, Devontae Adams, <laughs> and the third one was Devondre Campbell. And to each player, they went nuts. They had a party. They went ballistic. Devondre Campbell, wait a second, they have a first-team All-Pro middle linebacker, but I, I thought the Niners were just going to run right through them. I, they have no one to resist them. It's going to have to be this guy. First team all pro first time with the Packers and so much to celebrate in the GMFB world about this guy is the Juco guy Hutchinson Community College in Kansas the only place that would offer him fourth round pick he wears number 59 because his mother Catherine was born in 1959 he said in the summer I said it before I'm gonna say it again this season is 100% personal his Twitter handle is at came a long way. Uh, he has it all going on. And during the season, Devondre Campbell, who will have to have the game of his life this weekend, says, I've always kind of been the Robin to somebody else's Batman, but now I'm actually having the opportunity to showcase my talent. This is your Batman moment, my friend. And guess what big number 85 for the 49ers, George Kittle, has tattooed all over his forearm a Joker. Yes. So go get it, dude, because you're going to have to be that new Robert Pattinson Batman, just cracking skulls in the streets. It's going to have to be dark and nasty. If you are a first-team all-pro linebacker, bring on Juszczyk, bring on Debo, bring them all on. You have to be a star this weekend. First-team all-pro Devondre Campbell. Go get it, my brightest star. Devondre Campbell at GMFB. Who did we miss on your team? Who are we not looking at? giving enough love to you, please let us know. We've got a big show coming up. We will be making our picks. Oh, my goodness. We'll talk a little Packers. We've got some playoff predictions coming up. These picks are tough. Got to make we picks. Have one. Do we? Can we just enjoy yeah. it? Like I, I don't think they're that tough. Really? No. Not this round. Really? I struggled last oh, week. Yeah, you really? did real well last week, kid. Yeah. At GMFB. I didn't we'll pick all that. the favorites, gay. <laughs> <laughs> You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. The picks are in. We'll decide who we think will win the divisional round matchups. It'll all happen right here, right now on Good Morning Football Live in New York City. Friday, January 21st, Peter Schrager sipping some coffee. Mm. Kyle Brandt, Super Bowl champion Michael Robinson hey, is here. Thank you for being here with us all week. Always, You're man. You're tremendous, you as always. You're tremendous. My name is Kay Adams, and it's time for the lead block. Lead block. We're sitting here <clears throat> one sleep away. So it's time to make picks for the divisional round. We're going to do this conference by conference. We're going to start in the NFC, AFC, a little later. So it's the Niners coming off that huge upset win against the Cowboys. Uh, And now they head to Lambeau to take on Aaron Rodgers and the one-seed Packers. Who survives and advances? So much at stake, Niners-Packers. We will go Kyle, M. Rob, Peter, me. Much at stake, Niners Packers. I agree with you on both. Uh, I think if the uh, first of all, I think if the Niners win the toss, I think they should take the ball to start the game. That breaks convention. Most teams don't do it. I think you have to start with the ball because otherwise, I think you'll likely start down seven nothing. You have to establish what you're going to do right from the get go. Aaron Rodgers has sworn this week that the Niners thing is not a thing. It's not something. These are different teams. I respectfully call BS on that completely. The Niners tattoo on this person seems to keep following him through his whole career from where he grew up to the draft to all these playoff losses I think he is one of the most motivated athletes we have in pro sports I think it is a thing I think he wants to beat them I think the Fred Warner injury is going to loom large they say he's going to be out there I don't know if he's going to be Fred Warner and um some of these picks are harder than others this was not a difficult one for me I think it is the Packers at home and I actually think it's the Packers easy Kyle this was this was tough for me because the 49ers are such a physical team. And in the playoffs, that's one thing you can count on, man. You can count on, we know where the ball is going, but we're just bigger, stronger than you, and it, that is nothing you can do about it. So this was very tough for me. I, I go back to uh, when Matt LaFleur first got there, and I think it was that playoff year that they just got beat by the Niners in the playoffs, and they just got outmatched from a physical standpoint. And I think over the last two years, uh, Brian Gutekus and Matt LaFleur, they have built a physical team. Mm-hmm. I mean, they run the ball for over 100 yards. Uh, you just talked about Devondre Campbell uh, making the all-pro team. They're a physical bunch. I got the Packers winning this one mm. as well. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a blowout. I do think it, it'll be close. But Aaron Rodgers has a physical system that he can operate in. And that's scary for the rest of the National Football League. And I, I don't think this is Aaron Rodgers last year there. I mm-hmm. think he's going to love it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. better not I like lose it. with this team. I like it. Uh, the Niners, I agree with you, are going to give absolute hell to the Packers, give them everything they can handle, especially now that we do know that Warner and uh, Nick Bosa are going to be out there. That said, a couple big defensive plays, I think, are on our way for this defense, and I don't think Aaron Rodgers at home is going to go silently into the night. The injury Jimmy is going to have to play through, shoulder, hand, whatever, in that cold. The Packers are getting healthy, and they're the healthiest they've been all season at the perfect time to do it, so I just can't see the Packers slipping away at home. I'm going to go Packers over Niners, and that was the easiest pick of the week. Mm. Will it be a clean sweep? I will give my pick 
later on in the show, and I am torn on this one, mm -hmm. and I think you all made really compelling points. Okay. Let's get to the next match. Oh, I'm so <laughs> squirrely about making all of these. Uh, okay, next up in the NFC uh, on Sunday, it's Matthew Stafford and the Rams. They're heading down to Tampa where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won the Super Bowl last year, and they are waiting for them. Kyle, who comes out on top and ends up in the NFC Championship game? It was pretty cool that the Rams won last week, and I celebrated Matthew Stafford winning a playoff game, and I say that with no sarcasm whatsoever. I really do mean that. Tom Brady has won nine straight divisional round playoff games. There is something about this time of year where he is psychologically, where his body feels in this divisional round where he doesn't lose. The only quarterback in history to have more total playoff wins than Brady has merely divisional round wins is Joe Montana. Wow. That is how dominant he has been in this round. It just doesn't happen. Respect to McVay, respect all of the things that the Rams have going on. I think this is Brady. I think this is Gronk. I think this is Evans. Brady, 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 Brady. And bring on Rodgers in the title game. I think it is the Bucs in this game. I, I, don't, I don't know. This is tough, man, and, and I think this could change, but Tom Brady can't throw the ball to himself. Okay. He can't go out there and tackle. He can't block people for himself. I think the Christian Wirth's injury is a big one. I think even if he's out there, it's a huge injury that happened last week, and it's going to be tough for him to move around. Jensen, too. Uh, oh, yeah, Jensen. Oh. forgot about that. Thanks, Kevin. Don't yeah, remind me. That's the center. And I know that we, we put Tom Brady on this, this pedestal, mm -hmm. right? I mean, he's been great, man. All the Super Bowls, all the Super Bowl appearances, all of that. But he does not do it without talent. And I think in the first matchup of, the, of these two teams earlier in the season, when he did have Chris Godwin, who was his best offensive asset, I know he has Gronk, I know he has Mike Evans, but Chris Godwin was always available for him. Mm. He's, not he's no longer in this game. So I do think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are less explosive. I got the Rams winning. Wow. Yeah. I think Tom Brady makes an early exit. This is good. I think we immediately start asking if he's re going to retire and Tom Brady's going to get pissed off and, mm -hmm. and come back next year. But yeah, this is it. Last year, really good. I uh, got on that Bucks train around week 15 and I was like, wow, they just beat the snot out of the Lions. And wow, they look good. And, it was one of those things where it was a, a wave and it was momentum and everyone was healthy and everyone was right. I think to beat the Rams, Rashad Perryman needs to make a play. I think Scotty Miller needs to make more than a play. Mm -hmm. I think Gio Bernard needs to go for 60 yards on the ground and we need to see some stud play by Cam Bra yeah. like Antonio Brown's not there this year. Huh. Chris Godwin's not there this year. Werfs is coming in hobbling. Jensen, who is Brady's bodyguard. The Rams are not scared of this team. And they've got Aaron Donald, and they've got Vaughn Miller, mm -hmm. and they've got Leonard Floyd, mm -hmm. and they've got offensive weapons like Cooper Cup and Odell Beckham that I don't think match up well with that Tampa Bay defensive backfield. I know the game's in Tampa. I know Brady's the greatest ever, and this is nothing against him or his legacy. I, too, am taking the Los Angeles Rams to go into the big sombrero mm -hmm. and come out of there with a win. I think the Rams get the W, and I think McVay gets the best of Bruce Arians. Yeah. Hey, good. How to you. you. Really how good. do you protect a 44-year-old quarterback when those two offensive linemen that are so huge might not be out there and it might not be 100% when you have Aaron Donald and Von Miller waiting for you on the other side. And the Bucks secondary, nothing to write home about. Like, Safford could have a huge game, but I'm going to pick the Tampa.
of me Buccaneers because, and I just switched this like 20 seconds. I hope they get it right. It might still pop up. Oh, no, they got it right. Something, and, and, and Brady spoke at length, not uncharacteristically so, but he was talking about playing at home yesterday and how important that is. And he really went into, it's almost like calling your shot. He's like, no, it's huge that we're here, that I'll be able to hear communication and all of that. Even just hearing Shrakes' motivation there of like what this week is about and how focused this team is. I'm not saying the Rams aren't. I'm saying on the road, it's hard to pick Stafford for me over a Tom mm-hmm. Brady. It came down and it's as simple as that. Ian Rappaport. Oh, man. So stressful. Let's check in on a couple of star players on the <laughs> NFC side of the bracket this weekend. Uh, will Tom Brady, who are chose to win this game, will he have Leonard Fournette? Is Nick Bosa suiting up for the Niners? They've got a big battle, and he's super important to sort of put pressure on Aaron Rodgers. A little bit of optimism for those who are hanging out in the middle of the ocean on a tiny boat picking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Leonard Fournette, uh, who, of course, became playoff Lenny last year and then eventually Lombardi Lenny, having maybe the best stretch of his entire career. He could actually be back this weekend. He was supposed to be back last weekend dealing with a hamstring injury that he incurred late, late this season. But Bruce Arians just being a little cautious, didn't see him quite get to full speed, didn't really open it up. And for hamstring injuries, if you're not able to open it up, then really you are at risk of re-injuring this thing over and over. So we didn't play last week. Back at practice yesterday, we'll see what the status is today. But if he gets through the week okay, I would expect him to be out there for Tampa. Meanwhile, Similarly positive situation for Nick Bosa and the San Francisco 49ers. Their standout pass rusher did not finish the game last week, dealing with a concussion after this hit right there, a little friendly fire, was not able to practice early in the week, then was limited and was a full participant yesterday. That is a very good sign that he is progressing through the NFL's concussion protocol. Still listed as questionable, but if he clears from the independent neurologist today, could be removed from the injury report. It should be good to go this weekend. Okay, we're going to flip over to the AFC side of things right now. The game that kicks off the divisional round is the Bengals. They're coming off the first playoff win since 1990, 31 years ago. And now they are in Nashville to take on the one seed, the team with rest, the team that gets Derrick Henry back. And Rob, you're going to kick us off here. You'll be on Good Morning Football Weekend tomorrow if you want to update or change your pick. Yeah, I do have another shot. But this is hard, guys, because there's this bright, new, shiny object (laughs) called the Cincinnati Bengals, right? I mean, they're awesome. Have a run game, right? They got Joe Burrow. He's so cool. He wears glasses, right? (laughs) You know, he talks to the media. He has kind of like a a certain attitude toward the media, which I love, right? His confidence. The wide receivers, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon. But something about him just won't let me pick him. I have to pick the Tennessee Titans. And and you know what, Kyle? You convinced me a little bit earlier in the show, man, with how we need to start remembering the Titans. They're a gritty bunch. They beat you up at the line of scrimmage on both sides of the football. Jeffrey Simmons, I mean, this year, he has balled out. I got to pick the Titans in this one. I'm not so sure what they're going to do the following week. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I'm going to go with the Titans. Can I ask you something? What is it? Have you figured out what it is about the Bengals team that made you not pick them? They remind me kind of of... My Seahawks team of 2012, if you guys remember, we were really freaking good. Um, we were the new kind of the new kids on yeah. the block, so to speak. Beat Russell, Washington wild card. Beat Washington in a wild card round. And if you guys remember, we had averaged like 45 points the last three games okay. of the season, just screaming into the into the playoffs. And we lost to Atlanta because one of our defensive backs, you know, let, let something get behind them, and they kicked the field goal. We just were a year too early. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid this may be Cincinnati. I think that's fair. 
I think you're right. I picked the Titans earlier in the show. I am in no way anti-Cincinnati. I'm yeah. pro-Tennessee, and I am pro-teams that have already beaten the Bills and the Chiefs and are playing at home on rest, <laughs> have been there, are getting their workhorse back. It's an amazing thing that they're even if and when they win this game, it's already like, well, you're just lambs to the slaughter to the Bills or Chiefs, the real title game. I don't know about that, and I think the Titans are going to win this weekend. I actually think it's not going to be that close. Yeah, I, I look at this matchup, and I, I think if you can – Slow down Jamar Chase. You can beat the Cincinnati Bengals. Question is, can you slow down Jamar Chase? Uh-huh. And Mike Vrabel has had two weeks to prepare for this game. And Mike Vrabel can draw up a defense with the best of them. And I think Mike Vrabel is going to be the key. I look at those guys. You mentioned Jeffrey Simmons. It's also Danico Autry. Yep. It's also Bud Dupree. It's also Harold Landry. I mm-hmm. think the Tennessee front seven is the most underrated unit in all of football. And I think Jeffrey Simmons... Not Derrick Henry, not A.J. Brown, not Julio Jones. Jeffrey Simmons is going to be the household name after Saturday. I think he wrecks shop. And I love the Bengals. I love what they're doing. I love Zach Taylor's young bunch. But like you, I feel like this might not be the year. Next year is the year. And then they are going to need this game to maybe see what they've got to do next year to conquer the AFC. I'm going Titans to defend their home turf and beat the Cincinnati Bengals. It makes, I mean, they're the one seed. They, they should be the overwhelming favorite in this. And I'm trying to think like it. Like you know, sweatshirt. I obviously, well, I obviously love <laughs> of the Bengals, but I didn't think that, like, well, you sort of surprised me earlier when you said most people or a lot of people are picking the Bengals to upset the Titans. That's a little I had GMFB researcher Rich Goldberg look into it. People in the media, and there's a long list uh, yeah. of people taking the Bengals in this game. I think I would have picked, I'm going to pick the Bengals, but I would have picked the Titans had Trey Hendrickson not been cleared from concussion protocol. I think he's that important. I think it's going to be so hard to stop the rushing attack with what Tennessee does, and Derrick Henry and Trey Hendrickson really is a game-breaker, game-changing player. If he's out there... I'm, I'm, I'm picking the Bengals just because I don't think Joe Burrow's going to care if he has pressure or not pressure. I don't know what motivates him. Maybe nothing does. You compare him to Dexter. If Burrow is just like he usually is, I, he, they can absolutely win this game, and I think they Lean will. Into it, right. okay. Let's All right. go. I am. I Let's am. Go. All right. Now the game to wrap up the divisional round in primetime at Arrowhead. Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills take on Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Mike Robb, Bills Chiefs, who are you taking? <laughs> is this a question? I think I made my pick a week ago. I think I made my pick six months ago. Yep. It's the Bills for me, guys. I'm not going to give any, you know, intrigue. I'm not going to try to lead up to what you guys think my pick is. I think <laughs> Josh Allen, in this playoffs right now, he's playing the best football of anybody. And not quarterback anybody in the National Football League. And I think this is his opportunity to show everybody that he's the guy. Here's where I come out uh, as for Buffalo. I don't have a movie quote. (laughs) I don't have a skit. I don't have a motivational phrase. This is not about mounting up. This is about looking back to January 24th, 2021, when your season ended in the same stadium against the same team. And your head coach, your fearless leader, the ultimate tough guy, talked about the pain. It stings, man, to, to get this far. You know, sometimes the further you go, the harder it is to lose. And at the end of the day, this is our measuring stick. You know, if you if you lose an AFC championship game, that's the team we got to beat. Uh, and so we've got to do everything with that in mind this offseason. That was a year ago. And here they come. Soak in these images one last time. That's your superstar leaving the field after losing. Every Bills player sulking off the field through the confetti, spending every off-season workout thinking about this, spending every in-season meeting in a small place in your mind knowing that you had a date with destiny in Arrowhead Stadium, and here you are. It all plays out like it's supposed to sometimes. The football gods have a sixth sense of humor. Patrick Mahomes, that's the picture that you put up on the mirror while you're working out in the off-season, and you look at it, and eventually you just rip that thing down. 
Now you're gonna have to go through hell, worse than any nightmare you've ever seen. But in the end, I know you'll be the one standing. Buffalo 37, Kansas City 31. Oof. That's my pick, the Bills win. But before we move on, you wouldn't believe what happened here in the GMFB oh mailroom. Our friends at Anchor Bar <laughs> came through with the hats. They said we were watching, we heard it, and Peter, here's the hat you requested. So go ahead, put that on and make your pick. To wear this hat would mean I'm taking the Buffalo Bills in this game. Right, spread on. Okay, get this out of my face. Peter! <laughs> Peter! How do you think Patrick Mahomes has been watching our show and ESPN and all these other networks this week as we crown Josh Allen as the new pride of the AFC, the new young quarterback, the guy who is the king of the mountain? I think Patrick Mahomes has a little something to him. And I also think the first time these two teams played, Chris Jones was not on the field. Willie Gay was barely on the field. Frank Clark was coming off an injury. They didn't have Melvin Ingram. They didn't have a lot of their guys that are dominating on defense this last few weeks. It's gonna take everything. Would you say it's gonna be like, it's gonna- You have to go through hell. You have to go through hell. I don't think the Chiefs are gonna give it to him. I think just one more year, one more stand, and a little bit of disrespect coming Kansas City's way this week on the national media outlets will all play a role. I love Buffalo. I love that anchor bar. I'm sorry. I've been rolling with them all season, yeah. but when it comes to this matchup in Arrowhead, gosh, if you had just beaten Jacksonville, it might be in Buffalo, and this thing might go mm. a different way. And that's where I, that's where you, that's where I come in because this is such an even matchup. You've got two superstar I am quarterbacks. Oh, sorry. The Kansas sorry. City <laughs> Chiefs. And so am I. You guys can just keep it going here, and I'll just add quickly because we got to get out of here. We've gone way too long this hour. I will go Chiefs because when it's so even, you got to go with Arrowhead and where it's played. If it was in Buffalo, I would pick Buffalo. Nate Burleson up next. He's going to give his insight. I don't know if he'll give us his picks. You guys think he will? Hell, he should. He should. Come on, mate. Sounds like a Sunday Sunday thing for him. Or Saturday. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Who do they got tomorrow? They've got the titans Bengals game. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. 
It's Friday, as always. We welcome in our good friend, Nate Burleson. He is back. I'm sure we'll see you at the Super Bowl. Nate, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? This weekend, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. A lot of momentum building towards Josh Allen and the Bills pulling off the upset. Shrakes and I picked the Chiefs. What impressed you mm. most about Allen, and how do you think he's grown over the past year? It's his composure. Composure on and off the field. We know he's a true leader. When he talks... When he walks, guys follow. Um, but it's his composure in the pocket that is the most impressive thing. You know, Kyle would joke around when it comes to Josh Allen and how he would get out of control sometimes and call him sugar high Josh Allen. Uh, he doesn't do that anymore. He, he doesn't lose himself in the moment. But then also, outside of the pocket, it's his ability to throw on the run. And this is a matchup of two of the best in the game. Truly that. I'm talking statistically. You got Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. When they get outside the pocket, they are the most dangerous quarterbacks. Now, I'm not just talking about them using their legs like we're seeing with Josh Allen. I'm just talking about his ability to lead the pocket, extend the play, allowing a wide receiver to run not one, not two, but sometimes three different routes in the play. Um, and that's why I think that he has made this evolution into the space where we could talk about him as a potential MVP every single season. Nate, Chiefs-Bills, the game is on CBS. It's Sunday night. It's going to be the most watched game yeah. of maybe the year. You're going to be in studio over there with Phil and Boomer and JB. Mm -hmm. I think everyone always wonders, what's the setup there when you're watching a game of that magnitude? Can you actually focus on the game, or is there too much going on? That's a good question. The setup is us all sitting together. It's like we're in this locker room, and it's just us. Even though there's other people on the set, we watch this game on a large screen, almost close to movie size, and then we sit back back and we just talk and watch the game and that's the best thing about sitting there with boom and phil and coach and jb is that we can have these conversations about the game as it's going on but it's amazing though i gotta shout out cbs because on the set we can watch the game and I have people running around bringing me food life is good on sundays and saturdays this weekend Derrick Henry makes his return. Oh, he probably will make his yeah. return after suffering that broken foot back in week eight. If he's out there, right. like, what should we expect from him? Should we expect him to pick up right where he left off, or should Titans fans kind of temper their expectations? No, we should expect him to be explosive. We saw Cam Akers show up on the field after being out for quite some time. He's looking more explosive as he, you know, plays more games, of course. But Derrick Henry is going to be the king, or maybe he will be the king of distraction. What do I mean by that? You'll get two versions of him. You'll either see Derrick Henry strong, refreshed, running through tackles. I'm reminding us who he was before he was banged up, leading the NFL in all statistical categories for a running back. Or he'll be the king of distraction. We're talking play-action football. You know, Ryan Tannehill putting that ball right in the middle of his stomach, pulling it out, and that, that linebacking core, even those, those DBs, those safeties and cornerbacks, peeking into the backfield, Ryan Tannehill picking that ball up and then delivering the ball to his wideouts. So, for me, it's either the king, we will see, the guy that we're used to, or the king of distraction. Him being on the field, and, and Mike, you know this. I mean, you're a running back. Sometimes your best running back being on the field, even if he's banged up, is a good enough decoy to distract the defense long enough to feed other guys. Now, Nate, before we let you go, um, uh -huh. I just got to know a player that you're most excited to see take the field this weekend. How about Debo? Debo. Yeah, Debo's coming. And he is out here uh, snatching chains and bikes, a straight-up bully like Debo from Friday. And he can do it all. A wide receiver, I guess by title, but really he's um, a running back. There's two guys in this league that we have to give much more credit to. That's Debo Samuel and Cordero Patterson. We'll talk about Cordero Patterson a little bit later. But Debo Samuel is a dude that when he lines up, this isn't a decoy. When he lines up in the backfield, usually, let me tell you from a wide receiver's perspective, 
They put me in the backfield. I know that there might be some type of trick play. I might be a glorified decoy. I mean, even the defense knows, like, hey, 13's in the back, 13's in the back. They're worried about me, but not really. When Debo's in the backfield, they look at him as a running back. He is not a wide receiver anymore. So, for me, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do because they're going to need him to step up. I mean, especially out there, if you can control the ground with Debo Samuel and keep Aaron Rodgers off the field, the San Francisco 49ers will have a shot of doing what they did a couple of years ago, which was beating up on those Packers. Mm, you can get more of that analysis from Nate Burleson covering the AFC Divisional Packer uh, playoffs all weekend long. Cincinnati at Tennessee. That one on CBS. Also Buffalo at Kansas City on Sunday night on CBS. Thanks, Nate. See you, Nate. Thank you, guys. Have a good Friday and a good weekend. You, you too. too. More Good Morning Football on Monday. Check out Good Morning Football Weekend. I'm Rob Dink. I can't believe working six days straight. Good we job, love you. Thank you. Good job. Okay, you too. You going to be working? I'm going to You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.